Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Neanderthal Podcast, another episode, another fantastic guest. This is my man, Brian Cress, a.k.a. The Bo- Awesome Voice. The Awesome Voice, as you guys can clearly see. You guys are going to just fall asleep to the dulcet tones. <laughs> well, thank you for inviting me today. This is very wonderful, and you got a very nice studio, may I ask, or may I say. Thank you. I've, I do appreciate that. <clears throat> so you do... You do a uh, you do a radio show. I do a radio show. Right now, it's on hiatus. Okay. Um, they were moving offices, so uh, oh, okay. at the time, so they were concentrating on moving that. So they just put us on on hiatus, and we should be back on in a couple of weeks. Um, it was called the Sports Disciples, and it was on Urban Talk One Hundred. Um, I don't know if we're going to have to change the name now because we got a new signal, which is a little bit stronger. But oh, nice. But you still can't hear it from, like, my house in Blue Springs from where it is. So that's why I always put it on Facebook Live so people can see it and they can uh, hear it and all that. So it's pretty interesting. I'm really curious about the whole, like, is it FM or AM? It's AM? It is 100.5 FM. FM. Or at least that one was. Yeah. And it's supposed to drop to something like 80 or 98.5 or something. So I, but whatever it is, it's supposed to be a stronger signal. That's cool. Does that cost money? Like, does it cost money to be on the radio like that? Like, how do you, how do you get on there? Uh, they, well, how I got on the radio was I was the announcer for the, uh, ABA basketball team, the Kansas City Soul. What does ABA stand for? ABA is American Basketball Association. It was the old basketball league from the 70s that used the red white and blue balls um that's the harlem globetrotter balls yes and julius irving was uh was a player there before he went into the nba really yes and he was he was one of the stars he played for the new jersey nets uh which was an aba team san antonio spurs was another aba team the indiana pacers uh, several other teams, and then yeah. once that league kind of dropped, then they moved them to the NBA. So that's how they got their expansion oh, wow. was through them. What's the ABA's? What is it like now? Like, what kind of level of basketball is that? It's just semi-pro. The, the but play- I mean, like, how good are these players? Could, could the they, players are could they get? Are there like any that could possibly go to the NBA? To be honest, no. Okay. I have not seen any. Do you still have now, on the on the soul, there was a guy that played for the Atlanta Falcons. He was a defensive lineman. Yeah. And what's so, the soul? The soul is the team name. For that's basketball. Yeah, it's Kansas City Soul. Okay. That, that was their name. That's the ABA team. Is the yeah, Kansas the City ABA soul. team. Okay. Yeah. So we had a few teams in St. Louis. Uh, we had one up in Omaha. Even though that, well, it went from Topeka to Omaha because. The guy, uh, his name was Sean, uh, Sean Smith, and he he's a good person, but he could not run a league to save his life. Probably and, hard to run a league. Well, it is, and if you can do it, that's fine, but 
there was a couple of times where I was announcing a championship game and I was supposed to get paid and he never paid me. So, Oh no. And then he, then he wanted me to do other stuff. And I said, well, we need to talk first. And then I don't hear nothing from him. Yeah. (laughs) You need to pay me first before. I. Uh Exactly. So yeah, he found a way not to talk with me. Of course, of course he did. So that league or that team kind of folded, got re so-called rebought or retaken and then they moved up to omaha and then there was a team from salina that was really good uh there was a team in saint joseph who had these uh, are all aba teams it's all these were all ABA so they're teams. really close together so it's not right. that far to play against right each other. exactly uh there were other leagues um like if you went down to oklahoma you had a league down there and everything um in saint joseph there was a guy that was named bull b-o-l his father was Manute Bull, oh, yeah. the seven foot seven uh, that played uh, for the NBA, and he passed away a few years. But he used to live in Olathe, and I was like, man, I would have loved to have met him. It's hard to live a long time when you're that tall. Yeah, it is, and he had you got to have a giraffe-sized heart. <laughs> exactly, <You know? laughs> but but he passed away due to like he used to go back to his uh, native land and Manute Bull. Where was he from? Um, Oh, you would have to I ask know. me. I know he played college basketball at Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, he was from, uh, oh, my gosh. I, I, I'm i drawing a complete blank. I'm gonna Kenya? Have, I don't know. No, it wasn't Kenya. I'm just thinking. I'll have to, I'll have to check you it have out. have to Google it? Yeah, I'll have to Google <laughs> it. So Google is uh, my best friend. Yep, I, absolutely. I, it's, it's amazing having the all of the world's information in our pockets i know you ever think about that like how wild well, that is well here's the thing i uh i took journalism in high school okay and so i was always sports oriented and the class was not i was the only sports interested guy and it kind of uh made me mad and uh made me withdraw which only hurt me but one day uh they did a a list of uh, people to write about. One of them was Herschel Walker. Nice. Well, today, all you have to do is go Herschel Walker, and then you can do a whole bunch of stuff. Or you'll find everything exactly. about him that's ever been recorded. Yeah. Right. But <clears throat> I had to go to the library right. and get the uh, get the uh, Sports Illustrated right. issue that I knew that I, I knew which one it was and had to go through there and then I wrote my story and everything so you had to do real work I had to do real work yeah. so and we had real guests at that time we had Skid Rody come in our school we had Rush Limbaugh come in oh, our he's school f- he's from Missouri right he, he, and he worked he for the worked, Royals for he a worked while. for the Royals at that time which was in 82 yeah so 82 83 so yeah we got to meet yeah. him you know you didn't think nothing much but now you go oh my gosh you know that's right too and you don't have you didn't have well you had actual cameras but you did not have phones that you could just snap oh a yeah picture. they were like uh polaroid cameras yeah polaroids and stuff and then i had a disc camera where just a little piece of film you know yeah and uh, you could take like pictures over and over which was like really fancy at that time and now now you got this and it just totally overtakes it it's awesome though i mean it's just it's really cool can you imagine going back in time not even that long ago and just saying check this out i've got all the world's information in the palm of my hand. Uh-huh. They'd call you a wizard and probably burn you at the stake. <laughs> they probably like, no, would. No, what are you talking about? This is just a 
it's just a cell phone, dude. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, let's so, see. So that's how you got on the radio is by announcing the ABA games. Yes. So, so what, someone came so up what to you happened? And, so what happened was I did the announcing uh, for that year, and then the next year they uh, collaborated with Urban Talk 100, and they st- wanted to do a broadcast radio broadcast. Okay. And so they asked me if I wanted to do that, and I said absolutely. Yeah. So, why wouldn't I? Right. So, so That's I got to do that. So while I was doing that, uh, I was interested in watching the show and I said I'd love to be on the show and so they eventually got me on you know like once in a while and then it became a three night a week yeah thing so I've only been doing it for eight months that's a long time well for yeah for radio but most of these people like even the producer my man Marvin he went to college for uh you know broadcast and radio and all that and you know most of the radio people they have four-year degrees they um oh you don't have anything like that no i've only been doing it for eight months oh i see what you're saying yeah what do you need to i mean if someone is taking care of all of the uh engineering type stuff what do you need like why would you need to go to school for radio well outside of that well you need to you need to know how it all works so like i don't know how it works. I don't know how to get everything like what you were doing. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. I would have to learn how to do that. I don't know how to do it either. But well, I mean, I mean, now I even do, the, even just the stuff, <laughs> even just the stuff that yeah. you're doing now. Yep. I it would have to take me a little bit to it figure would. that out because Not four years though. No, no, I don't <laughs> need to do that. Oh, and that's the thing about today too. At that time, you had to have a four-year degree. You had to learn all that. You had to be an intern. You needed yeah. to do all that stuff. Now, today, you can look it up on Google. You can check it out. YouTube. And you I mean, can, I've learned YouTube. Everything, everything here, this whole podcast is all sponsored by YouTube unofficially. There like you I've go. I've done all my everything from that. Right, exactly. So you can do that, and mm-hmm. that's how people uh, can make money doing that or you actually leave jobs if they are very good at it so l and to answer your question he was from sudan oh nice (laughs) i thought i couldn't remember and i was like i knew i knew it i just forgot about it yeah so So, yes so while we were talking i was looking it up got to we we got it all checked out so okay so you're an fm channel an fm channel sports talk what there's a lot. There's a few. Like Kansas City's got a lot of sports talk, right? You but, know, we've got right, two the main, main ones, ones like are six on, ten and eight ten, right? But that? they're on AM, right? So in um, six ten used to be sixty one country, okay. a long time ago. Okay. Um, but six ten and you got eight ten, and uh, and Bob, Fe- you know, I like Bob Fesco on six ten, and actually met him a couple of weeks ago when right. I was. Uh, uh, going to the Missouri Kansas basketball game. Oh, cool! Yeah, I had a friend. Uh, uh, his name was Jervon Crudup. He graduated from Raytown, arguably the best Missouri team of all time, um, and they were rated number five in the nation. Oh, wow! Which really when kinda, was this? This was in 1990, 89-90 okay. season. And the thing that upset me about was they had two twin towers, six nine. Crudup and Chris Lindley. Chris Lindley was going to to Kansas, and Crudup was going to, to Missouri. And so, 
um, one night, Chris Lindley was playing with some friends on a railroad track on the trains and everything. Oh, no. And he fell off and lost his foot. How did he lose his foot? How he well, fell off? He, he, he slipped and fell off, and the, the train ran him over. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, what was he like playing chicken with the train? Or, I don't or, know. I don't know exactly. Oh, what I want to know doing. the I real think, story. I want to. I, I want to be. I want to know the real story. What well, happened? I think he was just climbing around on it and then just fell off. And I knew that because while I mean, it was I going. Oh yeah. Well, I used to work in a grain elevator, so I knew how railroad cars kind of moved and how do you had to stop them and and things okay. like that. So they were just playing around, and he slipped oh, and fell. My God. Yeah. So, oh, after that, um, you know, they lost him. And so instead of beating people by 40, they were beating people by 20 and 10. Um, but the USA Today, even though there was teams above him. How would, tall did you say he was? 6'9"? Six, 6'9". Nine? Six, nine. So after the accident, he was 5'9 because he lost a foot. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he still had the other leg that made him 6'9". <laughs> so... <laughs> But uh, but I knew his father. Yeah. I, I worked for uh, a warehouse, a T-shirt warehouse, and his father would do quick delivery. So he would come and pick up stuff. And so we actually talked and, and kind of gave me the little bit of the lowdown with that and stuff like that. And then he ended up passing away probably 15 years ago, 15, yeah. 20. Yeah, so it's kind of really a sad thing. But Kansas still gave him. His scholarship. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, even that though, was, even that's we, cool. Right. It was cool of him, even though I don't like Kansas. <laughs> that's cool. I'm not a Kansas fan. But, yeah, that was really nice of him to yeah. do that. So. Wow. Well, that's cool. Yep. Do you like doing the FM sports talk? Like, what kind of, like, do you guys just focus on we, all the sports, like whatever's going on well, at we that time? Well, we talk about what's going on at the time. We talk about the Royals. We would talk about the Chiefs, which actually – uh, we talked a little bit about the Chiefs because that's when I started, mm -hmm. right on the tail end. So most of the time it was just the Royals. So uh, we were talking about that. We were discussing um, kind of politics about the kneeling and. Oh yeah, what do you what do you think? Uh, what's your opinion on the whole kneeling thing? Well, the problem is is that you want to kneel you know, to protest, but nobody wanted to do anything to fix the problem. It just, people were just upset. You know, management was like, we don't want you to do that, which is part of the reason why Marcus Peters left for St. Louis or for Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I wasn't too happy with that at all because Marcus Peters was arguably the best cornerback in the three years that he played. Uh, he had more interceptions. He had more pass defenses than any cornerback in the game. So to get rid of him and got as little as they did for him was just totally a travesty. Yeah. And I said that I will never, ever be happy about it unless the pick that they got, and I don't know, I can't remember what pick they got. I know they got like a third-round draft pick or something like that. But if that pick led us to a Super Bowl victory – <laughs> then I would be okay with it. You, you would know, just I, be I would, okay. <laughs> I would, I would tolerate it, but I still, still wouldn't like it. But you know, it's business is business, and it, 
you know, I can still get angry about it, but what's the point of getting angry about it now? Because it's over with, you know, you got to play with these players that you have now. You know, you can't sit back and dwell. I wish we had Marcus Peters. You know, you can't do well, that. I mean, you got to look at I mean, f- it is what it is. You can't expect these players to be loyal to your team, to, to your city. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, but the, he had no – he had no um, out – uh, off the field issues he bought like tennis shoes for a whole bunch of people and he didn't want he didn't want the uh notoriety he didn't want nobody to know he was yeah. just doing it because that's how he felt like you know yeah and he you know never caused problems now yeah he was he would get upset he was a young emotional player that's okay but he still played great he was a great player. Yeah. You know, one of the best cornerbacks in the game. And now the Rams have arguably the one of the two better cornerbacks in the game with Talib and with Peters. And Akib Talib from Kansas. Uh huh. I served him dinner at the Cheesecake Factory once when I was a server there. You did? Yep. And how was that? It was cool. I didn't I didn't know who he was until after because uh-huh. this was like I he his rookie year with Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, that was like yeah. so. That was a long time ago. Nobody really knew who he was. Right. I was a little aware because that was right coming off their Kansas's big year. Oh, that's two thousand and eight. So yeah, yeah. Uh, geez, that was ten years ago. Yes, it was. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, anyways, yeah, I remember just this. He was wearing like camouflage. Oh, cool. Which I was, thought was like, yeah, but he looked. I, I didn't know who it was. I just saw. I was like, oh, here's this cool looking dude. With he just looked fresh, right? And right. he had a just a a very attractive female on his side, of course. And I think they had a baby. Oh, I think there was a baby with them. And uh, he was he was cool. I mean, he was he didn't talk much. He was just pretty chill. But he wasn't a dick or anything. He just kind right. of chilling there for lunch and then i remember him tipping pretty decent oh cool that'll work it did work yeah that was nice yeah, yeah. and then so. afterwards you know he paid with a credit card and i was like oh this is this is a keep to leave and i made sure to hand it back to him because i bet you a lot of places people don't know who he right. is or have heard it right and so i made sure hey thanks a lot of keep yeah. like hey i know i kind of like right I didn't knew. butcher his name a right. lot of people like a, a quib talib like, yeah like, oh, yeah so yeah. I, I gave him a little nod. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, and then that was, that actually that game he was in in here for. He was on Tampa Bay. I had Tampa Bay's defense on my fantasy team. Oh wow! And at the end of the game, something big happened that gave me one point that I needed to win that week, and that was it. <laughs> awesome, awesome fantasy football, man. Yep, uh, yep. And last year, I had I could have just used one yard. On two oh, game yeah. in two games, I lost one game by point oh six and point three six. So I lost two games. Oh, you guys do fraction points. Uh huh. So we lo- I lost two games. The first two games of the season by point four two, and <laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so frustrating. Yeah, it was, but that's all right. I enjoy it anyway. Yeah. So. So uh, back to your radio show. You guys mainly just talk pro sports, or do you? Since it's kind of a it's a smaller station, right? Do, mm-hmm. you, do you know, you just know like the range of it, like the radius, like 40 mile radius of your show, like how, how it reaches people? Um, it No, it actually reached less than that. Wow. Um, it was off of 63rd Street and 71 Highway. 
and I could hear it uh, from the station and I would go uh, west or go east back home and I would get to pass or probably right where uh, Swill Park is where all the soccer's soccer is off of 63rd Street. Yeah. I would get about there okay. and then and then it would die off. I guess that's why they call it urban talk because the radius is right there. Right, exactly. The right. And it and it was a small station. Um they're trying to get bigger. I'm telling them I was like, "Look, I've got people that love this show. Right. They like it better. They think it's better than 610 and 810." Oh yeah. You know, let's do it you know they want to keep hearing how do we hear it you know it's like how do we turn it on all i hear is mexican music which that station collaborated with the mexican with the mexican station so okay right so if you heard, you know tried to listen to the show you ended up listening to mexican oh, music funny. so yeah is the that the channel is it so it's half mexican during the day and half sports talk during the day or what like how, does, just, the, how does the whole channel that, well when if, i turn into that okay channel? if i'm in blue springs and i have it on that station all it is is mexican i music. got it. okay I see. so the closer I, see. I got to the station the signal gets strong okay right and then i could listen to that they had they did have programs uh before the show and then they had sports programs after the show so okay. it just depends on when you had it do you know kind of like is there a way to gauge how many listeners you're having while it while while you're broadcasting well when i did the facebook live um i would average between oh 75 to mm, almost 200 people wow, now one day good. now one day um i was looking at my phone while i was talking and it said do you want to tag bob fesco who's mm -hmm. on 610 so i said yes and i ended up with like over 500 views. oh wow so and he said that he even listened to my show our show oh really yeah and he said it was checking pretty, out the competition well he well i've got him on facebook we're friends on facebook okay. so he's checked it out he said it was pretty good so i was like cool and nice. then stu and then silly me forgets to give him a business card yeah so well you got him on facebook just hit him up there there you go that's what i will do but like but on the fm side like aside from facebook but like on the FM side, do you guys know how many people are listening? That I, that I don't know. Uh -huh. It would have to be up to management if they know that. So I wonder if there's a way to know that. Um, I imagine there is, but I would have to ask to find out. I imagine there isn't. You don't think so? I don't think so. I don't think they. How can they tell what station my radio is on in my car? Well, six ten and eight ten has that. They have that. Well, they oh they know, you know how many people. You know, on TV is they have the Nel the Nielsen. That well, that's just a survey, right? But it's well t still, but they still can kind of center point on that. Radio is kind of the same way. I guess they can figure it out. I've always been curious how they figure out how they get their numbers. That I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like there's no way to measure outside. I don't know. So do you guys sponsor, are you guys sponsored by anybody? Um, n not very many, not very many things. Um, like, uh, they've talked about, you know, if they have, uh, um, uh, openings for the company, you know, they'll, they'll mention it on there and they'll talk a couple of things, but usually n no, not like, um, not like the other stations do. Yeah, I didn't know if there was like any kind of small, I don't know, small business that just says, hey, we'll give you. 
10 bucks to mention our business on there or whatever. You know well, what I mean? the thing of it is, is I would love to do that. I would go out and pimp them. But right. the problem is, is if I pimp these people, they want to they want to hear it on the radio. And if you can't hear it on the radio, well, then why are you going to pay for it? Right. So that's the problem. So, so, I, so okay, if you could, yeah. st- if you can get it out, circulate it out, even 40 miles, if you could do a 40 mile radius. Yeah, but the that, radio station doesn't go 40 miles. Right, exactly. So what you that's have what to do is find the businesses that are inside the radio signal right. to sponsor you guys. I guess that'd be tough. So how do you guys make money? Like how, how is this a thing? How, how are you guys able to do your show? If um, Well, to be honest, I don't get paid to do it, which is fine because I know that. But the station has to be earning some kind of money to stay they, there. They do. I don't know exactly how they make. I, I try not to get involved with that part. Um, You're just doing it for fun. I'm doing this because, well, I'm doing it because I enjoy it, but I'm also doing it to get experience and that if, let's just say 610 says, hey, you know, we're interested in you. Oh, beautiful. Do this. Right. And also go to other, uh, I could do other venues. Like I do my NFL, my Facebook Live, my NFL predictions. Yeah. So if I can just build my name up, then I get more people. You never know. I get that one person that yeah. says, hey, you know. I'm a friend really... of a friend has to see it or somebody. Exactly. That's how... It's not what you know. It's who you know. Or who you bump into. Exactly. So, And I've had Amos Otis on our show. Um, I've Amos had, Otis. He, Amos Otis. Who is that? Amos sounds very, very familiar. He's a Hall, Royals Hall of Famer who played center field for the Royals in the 70s and 80s. Um, in fact, You've he, had him on the show? Uh-huh. Does he live around here? He lives in Vegas, so I had oh, to. Oh, cool! We had to call. He had to call in. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. But, Do you guys get people in studio? Uh huh. We get people in studio. We've had uh, uh, Jerron Rush and Kareem Rush in the studio. Um, Ku I, basketball players. Yeah. Uh, is that who they are? No. Well, Kareem is Missouri. Okay. Jerron played for Kansas for a second, and then okay. he went to UCLA. Brandon Rush. Uh, I don't think he was on there because I think he was still playing in the NBA. Uh-huh. He uh, he put, he went to Kansas. Okay. So um, we've had Bob Kendrick from the Negro Leagues Museum. He's the oh yeah, we got the Negro League Museum here in Kansas City. Right. I need to go see. And I went to the Hall of Game uh, event uh, a few months ago. Yeah. And uh, met a lot of people. That's where I met Amos Otis. Okay. That's where I met Bob Kendrick. Okay. And he got on there. And the funny thing is, is that the studio had been trying over a year to try to get Bob Kendrick's on the uh, show. Oh, yeah. Took me nine days. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So, I kind of like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the man. <laughs> uh, I've met uh, Ozzy Smith. Oh, man. One of my favorites. Yes. That and, guy was so fun to watch. Right. And Eddie Murray. Yeah. You know that they went to high school together. I think you told me that a while ago. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, they went to high school together. California? In California in Los Angeles okay. area. Um Eddie Murray was a year older. No, no, a year uh, no, Ozzy was a year older, I believe. But they went in they graduated high school a year apart. They went into the major leagues a year apart. They huh. retired a year apart. And they went into the Hall of Fame a year apart and the Hall of Games a year apart. Are they friends? Yes, they are very good. That's why Ozzy came out was to see Eddie oh, cool. get, get inducted. Oh, nice. Very yeah, cool. that was, it was awesome. Uh, got to see Kenny Lofton. Uh, got to see J.R. How about Kenny Loggins? 
Nope. Can you, can I'm all right. Nope. He didn't sing Don't that. Don't nobody worry about me. <laughs> oh, Caddyshack? Yep. Oh, I remember that movie. Oh, my gosh. I love that movie. Um, but Greg Proops was the MC. Oh, I love that guy. That guy's a funny comedian. He, yeah, was, he used to have a great show. Yep. Was it Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yep. Whose oh, Line Is It Anyway? Way back in the day. And he was on there. Yeah, and he still great. he still does the one. They still have one today. Uh, it's on the WB. Uh, yeah, they're the new. Yeah, I've seen the newer. Right, version. right, or CW or whatever. But yeah, they're they're on the smaller station now. Right. And Drew Carey doesn't do it anymore. It's a uh, uh, Alicia Alicia Tyler. Oh, Aisha Tyler. Yeah. Ooh, she's so hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yep. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I like uh, Ryan Stiles and uh, Colin Mockery. They are hilarious, but uh, I I record them whenever I get whenever they show up. They I get them recorded and yeah. just w- sit back. If I'm really doing absolutely nothing, I'll watch them all day long. So. Wow, I like I like where you're going. So I like you're doing the show. You're doing your show to get experience and kind of get your name out there. Mm-hmm. You, your big goal is like 6'10 or 8'10? Is that what you would like to do? My big goal... Um, my big goal is to even d- just do it on, on Facebook or on right. YouTube or, or anything like that. If Have I you can thought get, about doing a podcast and, and just doing your own thing? I'm an, I've, I have a podcast, but for some reason I treat it like poison ivy. I stay away from it, so Why? I need to... I. You know, if, if I, is, you know, if I could tell you that, <laughs> I would be a genius. But, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You know, oh sh- uh, I just hit some kind of button on the computer. It didn't do anything. No worries. No worries. I think it's all good. Um, yeah, you know, this is basically a radio show. Uh huh. I know. But it's just a podcast, right? I mean, you could do this exact same thing, and you can get it out there using your Facebook Live. I know. And doing I, it, I, I guarantee you're gonna, you're not get bigger, more of an audience than the, than the. Uh, the FM channel for now. Oh, absolutely. I would. Yeah. And, uh, you, you just know, gotta do it. Yeah, I have to. And th- I've got classmates that go, yeah, I would love your show, man. What happened to it? You know, we want to, we yeah. miss it. We want to see it some more. And I'm like, and the great thing about doing like it, you doing your, or maybe not do it. You could do like, kind of like similar to what I'm doing, put it on Facebook or put it on YouTube and do the podcast and then those and then the, the great thing that's so much better about podcasts than fm or, or radio in general mm-hmm. is it's you can listen to it whenever you want right i don't have to oh I, I love brian i love his show but he's only on from three to six right i want to be able to listen tomorrow at 12 o'clock right I'm, you know on my lunch break or whatever right and that's a good thing about facebook live i mean if you don't watch my show live Mm-hmm. You can watch it any other time. Yeah, but on Facebook, it just you're gonna lose it in the feed after a while. It's just like the attention the attention span right. on Facebook is so short. Yeah, like you really owe it to yourself to get a YouTube channel. I know, I know. Put it on YouTube and mm-hmm. and like the the interview with Amos Otis. Put like yeah. hashtag. I, li- Amos I like Otis. the stuff you do on Facebook. I've watched some of the sports disciples on there, and I, I like you got your little tripod over there. And it's just in the background. Yep. And then I like your prediction show that yep. you do. I think that'd be an, another thing you could put on your YouTube channel. Right. It's like here's my. I bet you would be surprised about how many people would watch it and check right. it out. Right. I, I think you really would. I think you'd get a lot of people. Right. And I I would put it on Facebook Live, and then I would transfer it over yeah. to, to YouTube. Yeah. And, exactly. 
Yeah, so I've actually talked with my son, and we figure out a way how to try to how to do that. So yeah, I've is your ha- son? Does he know a lot of stuff about technology and like? Uh, this kind he of stuff? knows a little bit. So like, if he didn't know, he would just, you know, right? He, I mean, he's a kid. Well, he's almost thirty, but he's still like a kid. You know, kids will work on it until they get it down. So, right. uh, uh, so uh, us adults <laughs> or the older people. You know, it's a little bit harder. You know, it's kind of oh, like, I oh, I know. Uh huh. I know, and you're getting old too. I am old. I right? remember when you were a young gun. I got a gray beard, man. Uh huh. A lot of gray in the beard. I just it's like every day. I got a lot of gray everywhere. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> It all catches us. At least it's not on my head yet. I still oh. got a real, real nice set of hair. Oh man, yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> so even the small bit of hair that I have, yeah. Oh, it's all gray. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking like my dad. I'm like, no, no. It happens to us all, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yep. So. But, uh, but no, um, that's what I'd like to do. I would love to do voiceovers. Um, what kind of voiceovers? Like for cartoons? Uh, any uh, cartoons? Or are you talking fine? about like or it, just any type of uh, voiceovers? Um, being uh, like on the okay, Law and Order, the guy that says the Law and Order theme dun, in the dun, beginning. Dun, wait, how's that? Uh, dun, dun. In how, in New York, in New York, the the criminals. Oh know, yeah. Let me hear your best one. Come up with one. You got one you can do? Oh, man. Uh, what is it called? A read-up? What did you call it? Uh, voiceover. 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 Do a, all right. Here, all right. I won't put you on the spot with that, but I got one for you. Okay. Do like do an introduction to my podcast, to Neanderthal Podcast. What would you say and how would it sound? I'll give yourself a, li- a minute. I'm going to close my eyes and listen to the sweet tones of the awesome voice. <laughs> Coming up, Neanderthal podcast with Ryan Westa in 10 minutes. Today, we are going to talk about NFL football. We're going to talk about President Trump. And we're going to talk about your favorite dishes. Again, five minutes from now. (laughs) President Trump, huh? I had to do something. I had to do something different than just sports because I figured... I do sports, but I know you do all around. I do all kinds of right, exactly. Kinds of. So that's why I try to throw President Trump in there. And dishes, and dishes. What kind yeah. of dishes? Like, are we talking food, food dishes? Food like, dishes. Can we react to food, or do you like the green plates, or do you like you like the ceramicware, you like the plastic? No, or? I'm talking about the food that is <laughs> on those green and blue and yellow dishes. Oh, so. baby, I cooked up something nice today. I grilled up some chicken with some sriracha lime Ooh. rub on it. Yeah. Now, that's what I'm going to also do. I'm going to fix, like, my taco soup and put it on there and, you know, tell people how, you know, how I make it and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'll probably talk with my mom first because it's my uncle's recipe. So if my mom doesn't like that, you know. You, not, you don't want I've always, you know, I've always found that funny. People who have a family recipe or a quote-unquote secret recipe. Right. Well, I can't tell you it's a secret. Right. I don't understand that. It's like, what do you think I'm going to do with it? It's not... I'm not going to sell it. I'm not going to make money on it. Right. It, it should be like the biggest compliment ever. Right. To be exactly. Like, Look, I, I love it. I, let me make it when I'm at home. I don't get to see you very often. I can't. I, what, I can only have your dish once a year. Yeah. If I want to make it every now and then, you should give people the recipe. I don't believe in keeping rep- recipes a secret. 
unless it's proprietary, like unless you are the restaurant. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I make it all the time, the taco soup. And, it's yours to do and, what you want with it. You don't have to ask anybody's permission. Right. Tell your uncle to buzz off, go kick rocks. Well, my like well, my uncle is in a nursing home, so he has the he has a. Well, then you just have to Alzheimer's. Wait for a little bit. Well, so huh. no, I was I was saying my mom. I didn't oh. say I didn't say oh, my uncle because it was his. That's yeah, it's his. Yeah, but tell your mom to kick rocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I have to deal with her every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, mom. I love you. <laughs> Would she be upset if you gave the recipe? Maybe do you think? Um, you know, I don't know because, um, but they used to be so private. It was yeah. like. They didn't even want you to know that they were driving to the store. You know, it's like, oh yeah, my mom and dad went to the store. Why are you telling people that that we went to? It's your, it's your sister, mom. Oh, you don't need to tell her. I'm just like, okay. Are they in the CIA or are they witness no, protection or something? Just, are your parents in the witness protection program? No. Are I, you sure? I wish I did because if it was the chase, then I really think that uh, not Lamar Hunt thought of the name Super Bowl. I thought it was my parents and yeah. just Lamar Hunt took it from them. Probably. So. <laughs> Copyright that. Yep. Speaking of Super Bowl rings or Super Bowl, them rings you got there, are them like Super Bowl-esque? What are these rings? Okay, this one and my left I, finger is uh, the Chicago Bears uh, Super Bowl Twenty replica ring uh, that my sister and her husband got me for Christmas this past year, and I love it. Um, so they, that's like the real Super Bowl rings look pretty much just like it them. looked that's, like they're that. rocking. Right, right. It looked just like that. Um, the funny thing is, is that this ring here would fit inside William Perry's ring. Because William wow. Perry, because like this is like a size eleven. That's already a gigantic ring. Right, and William Perry's was like a size twenty-two, and you could just fit it inside. Really? Here. Holy uh -huh. cow! Yeah, he had some huge fingers. So, and then this one on my right hand is my uh, Kansas City Panthers uh, semi-pro championship ring. What are the the Panthers? They're what? They are this. Yeah, they're the semi-pro football team from the Midwest Football League. Uh, two years ago, they beat the uh, Council Bluff Spartans on a l last play uh, oh, yeah. pass. And uh, the guy, kind of like Otis Taylor in Super Bowl Four, he caught it and they broke the, he broke the tackle and right. went in for the end zone. And that was the winning score. Semi-pro. What is... Semi-pro, it's still professional. But right. How good are the... Like, who... How old... First of all, how old... Are the players in this league? Uh, from age nineteen to my age. Uh, no way. Oh yeah, there there really? are some people that there is a quarterback that plays for the Midwest Titans who's two years older than me, and wow. two and three years ago, the year before we won this, they won the championship and went undefeated, and he was the star. He was the, he was the star quarterback. Uh, how old? How old was he? Uh, he three years ago, he would have been roughly fifty years old, fifty fifty one wow. years old. Yeah. Wow. How good are these players? Like, I've got so many questions about semi-pro sports these, and semi-pro football. Okay, these players are good. Some of them are really fast. But you have to realize that, like in high school, or let's just say Little League, you've got those studs in the Little League. Right. Then you go to high school, and all those studs that play in high school football, some of them turn out to be elite. So then you go to college, and 
all the colleges or all the studs that they were looking for right. and everything else, and then they pulled them out. And then you go to the NFL, and the NFL is just a totally different animal. You know, you talk to quarterbacks, you know, who just used to – I mean, even Patrick Mahomes, who used to throw all over the place. He's got the NCAA record for most passing yards in a game, 724. And he says he, the, the speed of the game is just amazing just how it is because these what school did he play at texas tech university oh, okay. he was a red raider um but he uh you know these these guys these defensive lines these big guys 280 pounds can run you down yeah unless you have superior uh tyree kill speed right you know um they can catch you and, oh, yeah. and they can hurt you too you know if you ever think about it the way that they can hit you if they would hit somebody like me or you, they oh, could, I would they could break done. something. They could break something. Yeah, I'm absolutely. If I got in shape, I'd be all right. But you, yeah, you have to be. I mean, I've seen how uh, these NFL players get in shape, and, oh, yeah. and I mean, it's just incredible. It's not like just going to the gym a couple hours a day, lifting weights, and all of a sudden you go, "Ooh, my arms are tight," you know, and mm. and impress a couple of girls. <laughs> these guys do like massive stuff, and. Right. Um, I remember seeing Neil Smith at Bally's when it was over there. Off oh, really? The, off of 87th over by You would Bannison. think he'd have his own personal trainer or something like that. He did, but um, but he would still go in there and, and work out himself. So, I mean, and th most of those guys are self-motivated anyway. Right. So, yeah, they're working all year round. Just yeah, exactly. Stay in shape. That's their job. Right. Their job isn't just for the three or four months that they're playing football. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's six months or – yeah, or whatever it is. Yeah, it's three months off, or whatever. Right, but no, yeah, it's twenty almost twenty four seven. Like I know Alex Gordon, and it's a bad example because Alex Gordon has really played subpar baseball. But he he's would getting older too, though, right? But he would work. Well, he's still not that old. He's only like thirty four years old. He's I mean, pretty old. LeBron James is his age and he's still the stud of the nba well lebron james is a freak athlete yeah exactly yeah, he's, a, he's a different he's in a different tier all his own right you can't but compare Ale him to alex gordon right but alex gordon works out like a freak yeah. and and yet he's still you know but the problem is is that he's stubborn because even george brett was like man i'm not going to teach this guy anything because he doesn't want to listen oh, and yeah. that's the problem you know you think if, just because you're pro that you know everything. Um, every player has a coach, has a trainer, you know. Oh, yeah. They have somebody that they listen to to teach them how to be better. I know LeBron James does. Yeah. You know, he's the best in the game. And that's the thing. You know, everybody thinks that just because they are be like me, I've bowled a couple of 300s, and I've, I've, I've got friends that have uh, bowled a lot more than I have. But if they had to go pro, then they would have to have somebody coach them, have somebody teach oh, yeah. them. Because <clears throat> you, you're <clears throat> always needing to learn. I mean, think about it. Jesus had 12 disciples. Well, technically 13 because one was a reject, but <laughs> had 12 disciples. You know, he was the perfect man. He walked on water. Nobody else has done that. And yet he still needed 12 disciples to help him you know, get out the message and everything else. Everybody needs somebody. Yeah, everybody does need somebody. 
Yeah. We're social creatures. If we are. We've got to have that connection. Right. And we're not meant to be alone. Though I've been alone for 17 years, but <laughs> that's another story. Yeah, yeah. That's another story we'll talk about some other time. <laughs> so, yeah. What were we? What were we oh, yeah. We're talking about the that semi-pro team. Right. Uh, like, so what level would those a lot of those players be? Would they have been like NCAA or D two? Some of or some of them could or, play. Some of them could play college. Um, but like, what level of college? Well, like I know the one guy. There was one guy on our team. He went. He's going to play for Benedictine, so that's a kind of an NAIA school. Um, you could get guys that could play for Northwest Missouri State, which is Division oh, Two, yeah. right? And you probably could even get some people who could play um, in Division One, uh, Division One A, or however the, the FBS, or however yeah. they put it. Um, but those are those only if guys are in between 19 and 24. Yeah, you get a lot more guys that are in their 30s. Um, maybe even up to 40, um, those guys you're not going to send back to college. And, and No, I just meant the skill level. Right, right. But they, they are good enough that they could. Okay. Um, or were some, they at uh, one time? Are there some players that were in, in those levels yeah, that are there playing were, in this league? There was a uh, wide receiver this year for the Panthers who played for the Eskimo. Uh, the Edmonton Eskimos in this in the CFL Canadian or something? Canadian Football that's League. That's pretty big. That's yeah. That's pretty big. Right. So he yeah. So he did that. So okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. But um, if you get a guy like that, it sometimes helps. But then it's sometimes you're playing to the team's level. Um, and and what I'm saying is is that like there are guys there who could just play high school football. Yeah. Who could probably go to high school now and they dominate. But if they went to college, they probably couldn't. So um, it just depends. You've got a you've got a variety of people. You just got people, though, who love football and just want to play football. So that it's just dudes that are probably. I guess they're not too old to be playing, but maybe and they just want to. They just want to do it for something to do. It's like, but beyond rec, like it's. Just well, I can still practice with them, and, uh-huh. and I play center. So, f- using me, I would have to get in a lot better shape. But even then, I still wouldn't be great. Right. I, but I would be good enough that I could play. Really, and th- and I would do it for the pure joy of it because I love football the way it is. How do you get on this team, or how how does anybody go on? How get, who, well get on I this? got on there um, about fifteen years ago. Holy! Cow. I was actually racing my brother, uh, who was twelve years younger than me, and he beat me in a race. But um, well, I was almost forty. And this guy who was with the Panthers, he was like, oh, my gosh. You know, I mean, ever, you know, my brother was laughing at me because, yeah, I finally beat you. I was like, took you long enough. <laughs> um, but he goes, wow, you run pretty good for an older guy. And I was like, yeah. He goes, well, you ought to come and try out. So I tried to try out. I did all right, but then I ended up with bronchitis because when I was a bouncer in a bar, they had smoking. Oh my gosh! And it was one of the worst places for smoke because it just stagnated in there, 
and two of the three years and that old, long ago everybody smoked right so much right and yeah. and yeah because you didn't have there's no smoking in this place and, right and stuff like that so two to the three years i worked there i ended up with bronchitis wow and i ended up with bronchitis and i you know heck i could barely function and in going to work let alone playing football so i stopped but I enjoyed it so much. I hung out with them, and then I started. They they needed an announcer. I started announcing, and boom, that's what happened. Wow! So I just started announcing. So, um, and next Sunday or next Saturday and Sunday, I will be announcing my fifth championship game. Oh, cool! What uh, for? What? Uh, the MFL. Uh, what? The Midwest Football League. Oh, okay. That's what it's called. The, the Midwest championship. League. That game is coming up. Yeah. It's How long have they been playing? They play during the summer? They started in like May. Oh, that seems like it's too hot to be playing football. Right. Especially but, around but that's here. When they, but that's when they play it. Why? So. I don't know. I don't. I didn't ask them. That but sounds the, ridiculous. It <laughs> like, why wouldn't they do it in the fall, like normal football season? Well, because, uh, one, you're dealing with football, NFL football. You, you, you know, a lot of people are going to focus on that. And if... There are players that are good enough that they can go to college or they can do this. With the league that we're in, you can go to college. Whereas, like, if they went to Canadian Football League or or even, like, arena football, you couldn't go back to college. And, oh, you and, can't because you accepted money. Right, exactly. Right. At least but, you couldn't go back and play football. You could do something else. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, you uh, – but you could go – and play semi-pro football. You can play for the Panthers. You can play for the Midwest Titans. Yeah, how big is this league? Um, there was like ten to twelve, play, twelve to ten to twelve teams. And what's like geographically where? where uh, there where were are some in at? there were some in Nebraska, some in Iowa, um, Kansas, Missouri, uh, Arkansas, St. Louis, um. And actually, the team that's going to the championship game, who beat the Panthers yesterday, sixty-nine to nothing. Dang! Yeah, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, they went to St. Louis, but this team, this team is really good. They were the champions last year, and uh, they ended up winning. They beat a team from Minnesota, so oh, yeah. from St. Paul. So, um, but I think the championship game is the. Uh, Rapid City Rampage versus the oh, Nebraska cool. Law Dogs, I believe it is. I'm pulling for Rapid City. Uh, I'm pulling for Rapid City, too. I used to so. live there, so. Yeah. I love Rapid City. Yeah. Oh, what a great place. Well, well, awesome. Hold on, Rapid City. South Dakota? No, 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 no. This oh. is in St. Louis. St. Louis. Oh, well. Yeah, I was going to say, wait a minute, we got to get this. Um, I was like, oh, I got this. River. It's River City. River, River City, City. My, like that makes sense. Right, I apologize for that. Yeah, and they play. You. They Get play, off my show. <laughs> <laughs> and they play, and actually, their home games are in Illinois, so just on the outside oh, yeah. of, of Missouri. But they they won, and uh, uh, they're going to play the Nebraska Law Dogs. So next week, I get to go out and see all of them because I become really good friends with them. I even had you're to announcing the game. Uh, I will announce that football game. The championship? Yep, the championship. That's cool. How cool yeah. is that for you? Yep. And then I will do the All-Star game the next day. Oh, wow. So so I've done both of the – or no, I've done for three years in a row, I'll do that. Um, That's got to be pretty fun. It is. I love doing Play-by-play play or color commentary? What is well, it? Well, I did just announcing. Last year, 
I did over the PA system. I did announcing over the PA, you know, just saying that. I also had my uh, also had a, a tablet and did play by play. So I was doing play by play, and then I would do announcing oh, wow. uh, on the game. And then on Sunday for the All Star game, I did the clock, I did the broadcast, and I did the announcing. Wow! I did all did of it that. All. Yeah. So these um. This, so the semi-pro means they're obviously getting paid. No. No, these players do not get paid. Well, then how is it semi-pro? It's still amateur then, It's right? still professional. It's still professional football. What makes it professional? That it is uh, – it's considered minor league football. No. But, how, but if you're not getting paid, it's an amateur, right? Well, you still have to pay to play. Right, but you're not getting paid to play. I understand that, but it's still it's still professional football. Okay. Yeah, because you you can't get uh, you can't have high schoolers come out and play with you. Oh no, I understand that there would have to be like a, right uh, an age limit or something. Right, and there is really no age limit except for kids in high school. Right. So if I was sixty years old and I could still play, I could go out and play. Yeah. So you just have to try out, just show up, and like, is it like a whole? Is there one big tryout where all the league comes together and watches these no, players? No, not or? no. Um, each team. You know, because like, if you got East Central Missouri Eagles, they they're in St. Louis. You can't really get everybody to go collaborate everywhere. So really, and then I guess it would be the real cities playing against other cities. Because if it yeah, is, I guess why is. would I try out? And then a Nebraska team says, "Hey, come play." Yeah, right. Okay, right. so yeah, oh, that's cool. I really like that. Yeah, it's it's a lot like college, but different. Like. Exactly. Even better though, because it these is. are straight up home teams. Uh huh. Is it fun to watch? Like, I, I, I do, do like enjoy. It, I do enjoy watching it. Now, sometimes the is it good? Like, I want to watch good sports when I go to sporting events. There is are it? there are times where the game is really good. Even and I was uh, Anthony was on Facebook Live. That that's the coach Anthony McCormick. Uh, he was on Facebook Live talking about it, and and I was com- conversing back with him. Even though he couldn't see me, I could see him, and he was saying. The game was a lot closer than the score indicated. Um, yeah. the, I know earlier in the year we lost thirty-nine to eight to them, but it was really close. We had actually dominated the first half, uh, but then they'll. The, and this is the bad thing when team, you know, like teams that blow up in the NFL, you know, it really intensifies and everybody right. knows. Well, <clears throat> the. This happens a lot more often. Yeah, yeah, and I'm it, sure and it does. It, and so, something happened like that, and it was just like, and everybody just lost focus, and then the team just turned around and beat them. Though we still had a shot at beating them. That you know you can't focus when you got all this BS going on. So that's the bad thing. But when you have a really good game, it is a really good game. But I mean, like skill wise, you're not. It's, it's not like constantly dropping passes. Is no, it like, it's like well, it's fun. Like right, like it's fun to watch. Like they're actually, I don't know. It's not like bad football. It's good football. Absolutely. Like they will jump up in the air. They'll snag a ball. Right. You know, okay. from like two defenders. It's and, just a little slower. Right. It's a little bit slower. They're not a lot more crisp in um, catching a ball. You know, but you still got guys that can still snag it. Yeah. Uh, we had a running back. His name was John Zeno. And 
I there was a play where he went around left in and he was gone. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So you have those plays, you know, just like you would in college, just like you would right. in NFL. Um, and it is fun, and, and I enjoy doing that. And the other thing is, is when I'm on a football field, uh, that's my sanctuary. I could win the five hundred million dollar lottery, but if I went on, but if I got on my fo- on the football field, I would. It would make me better, feel better. With that kind of money, you could start your own league. Right, I could. But what I'm saying Have is that being league. on a football field, I just love it there because right. I'm at peace yeah. and I can enjoy it. I get that. So that's how I am with hunting. There you go. Yeah. Right. It's nice to have. Or your... people f- who fish. Rather yeah. they rather they catch something or not, it's just the pure joy of being out there uh by yourself, relaxing, you know, nobody's bugging you, nobody, yeah. you know. And where you feel comfortable, you feel at home, you feel at peace. Yeah, right. That's awesome. Right. And it's cool to have And that, that's what yeah. football does to me. Oh, that's cool. So, really cool. Mhm. Huh. I thought they would got gotten paid a little bit, so I was always curious how that works. No. Do you ever watch? Have you ever watched uh, Last Chance? You? No, I've heard about oh it. Oh my gosh! Isn't what, it you on got Netflix? No, I don't have Netflix. What? Uh, what you, uh, you, okay, man. You we, you got to get you caught up in the, this century. <laughs> well, the thing of it is, is usually I'm watching ESPN. I'm watching sports. I'm trying to keep up with it and find out what's going on. Is ESPN the best place to get your sports information? Um. Some is, uh, some is watching the Royals game. Some of it is watching NFL, uh, NFL, uh, station, uh, NFL, NFL network. network. Mm-hmm. So it just depends. Uh, sometimes I do have good information. Uh, I love stats. So yeah. I'm the stat guy. So I okay. always, and, uh, um, and so I'm telling you my secret, like I will watch a Royals game and they'll have a quiz. And so I'll get that quiz and, uh, uh, and then I'll put it on the show. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. So um, now I do have one in all of baseball. And I think it's been like 150 years that we that Major League Baseball has been in existence. There are only two players in all time that have that were switch hitters that have 100 or that had over 200 hits, but 100 hits from each side of the plate. Wow. I don't even know if I could guess one. I would throw one guess. Ichiro Suzuki? Ichiro? Nope. Nope. No. Uh, Not even that time. Oh, wow. Oh, it probably would have been old school, like Babe Ruth. Nope. Really? Nope. Clo- uh, more up to date. Uh, hmm. I don't know a whole lot about baseball. I used to back in the day when I used to collect baseball cards. All right. I'll even give you one hint. One was a royal. Really? Yep. George Brett? George think. Brett only bats left hand. I was going to say, I didn't think he was a switch hitter. I, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you. Gary Templeton, who yeah. played for San Diego, at the, or played for uh, uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, well, no, wait. No, he played. He just went to San Diego in a trade for Ozzie Smith. Oh, wow. We were talking so, about him earlier. Right. So he was one in 1979. And Willie Wilson in 1980, he had 230 hits. 79 and 80? They mm-hmm. went back-to-back like that? Uh-huh. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, Willie Wilson also had the major league record for most of bats in a season. With I've seven. never heard of either one of these guys, by the way. Willie Wilson, you didn't? 
No. Oh, he played center field for the Royals. He was really, really fast. Yeah. And Gary Templeton, he was really a great player. And then once he got traded to San Diego from St. Louis, he tore his knee up and was never the same. Yeah. So, and then Ozzie Smith, well, as you would say, the rest is history. Right, right. So. Yeah. Hmm. I'd like to try out for the football team. Do they need a kicker? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we needed a kicker. We had a really good kicker. He could kick 70 yards. Wow. Yeah. Not a field goal. Could he do a 70-yard field goal? Oh, yeah. He could, really? Yeah. Wow. Well, he kicked it from the 50. I've got it, I've got it on film. I um, kicked it from the 50-yard line and kicked it 10 yards past oh, really? the goal post. Wow, that's a boot. Yeah, well, he played soccer. He plays soccer. Okay. Yeah, I played soccer too, but I was never a big power guy. I was more of a <clears throat> finesse guy. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's a really good kicker. I'm telling you, man, you're missing your YouTube calling. You need to catch up to this century and get a little more. I know. I'm an old. Really, guy. like if you like all the little, your little ideas and things like. You could really, you might be able to turn it into something, and it'd be just another avenue to get your name out there, and you could get a few, get like a cool highlight reel, send right. that into eight ten and six ten, and be like, hey, what do you guys think? Right. Maybe go that direction, or maybe it blows up and you get get more, because you can get more people on YouTube than you do on your Facebook Live. Right. Right. Oh, absolutely. And I want to try to expand it. Yeah. And so Facebook Live is only, which is. I actually get my friends, but I've made it public. So, like, you, we're not friends because you're not on Facebook. Right. So, you could just hop on there and just look me up, and then you can check out all that. Right. Where you couldn't with somebody else that was private. You right, know, right. You would only just see the name. So, but, you yeah, know. But the thing, yeah, but the thing on YouTube, what, what would help you is mm -hmm. people are seeking out football information. Right. And then that stuff would come up when they're searching stuff, and it'd be, it's just a different, it's just more different eyes that are looking at you. Right, Other exactly. than your friends, and you mm -hmm. can really grow. I think it'd be cool. I think you would have a lot of fun with that. I'll, like, I'm having a blast with this. This is yeah. fun, you know. You oh, Make I'm, yourself a cool little a cool little studio it doesn't have to be much like i've seen what you do with your big whiteboard right and your headset and your marker and stuff you could do something just like that right i do need to get a bigger board uh, i plan on getting a bigger board this yeah. year get one of these these tripods right type things get set it up yeah you can have a little thing going it'd be cool oh, yeah, and absolutely. of course you put it on facebook and then the youtube thing will just get all this different audience i think i think you're missing out man yeah you need to get on the ball and do that i know i i have to so because you got a lot of cool ideas like like the football the pit, the picks that you do against the is it like the fox who are you picking against like i know you always put like the top guys that are on tv oh against the nfl network yeah, guys yeah yeah the the that do the morning show on uh sunday yeah and yeah. um i also did this past year the nf uh inside the nfl that used to be on hbo and I'm, I can't remember what station it's on anymore, but uh, Ray Lewis, uh, uh, Phil Sims, and Boomer Esiason. Yeah, that's right. I remember it. Yeah. Do you gamble at all? No. How come? I just don't. Not uh, your thing? Mm, I, if I'm going to do that stuff, I mean, yeah, I like would sports like to, gambling. Like, do you, you don't. No, the, uh, outside of the only football. The only gambling I would do is more like uh, I bet. 
ten dollars, you know, and do a, a, a do a like who wins and all that, you know, if a survivor pool or something like that, or you know, I don't pool. even do a survivor pool, and I know there's one where like you pick a team that you know is guaranteed to lose, and you have to pick a different team each week, and you can't use the same one twice, right? Until until you uh, until somebody until there's nobody left, right? And then you and then you start over again or something like I that. I got one I could get you into that is big, really. But it's a you have to pick the winner every week, and oh. you can't use the same same one twice. Okay. And, and if you lose, you're done. You're out. And it you're gets done down, for the year. You're done for the year. And you know by the time the season's up towards the end, there's like who knows how many people left. But how then, much is it each week? It's not each week. It's just I think it's a hundred bucks for the year. Oh, cool. And it's, I mean, you're talking lots of people. You're talking quite a few people, and you're you're making a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, like well over. I, it's a lot of money. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I don't need to say exactly what it is on here, but it's oh, more no. than like 100. It's more than $200, I'll put it that way. There you go. <laughs> you get more than double your money if you do it. There you go. So if you'd be interested in something like that, I don't, because you've got this knowledge, I just wonder if you're like, if you put your money where your mouth is. Um, I would do that. I would do it. I'm not even now, I'm not so saying that. I, now, I was just asking, like, personally, do you ever do the gambling type thing just because you, you, well, you are very knowledgeable. It's like, hey, why don't I use my knowledge and maybe try and capitalize on it monetarily? Right. Now, I use um, the uh, – I got an NFL pot that we do. Um, but not only do you have to win, but you have to do the point spread. Okay, yeah. And now that's a little bit harder. Oh, yeah, it's super hard. Right. So I don't know that one very well, but I still do it because it's only five bucks a week. So, yeah. So it's not going to hurt me. Yeah. And, and all it'll do is help me, you know, try it and stuff like that. Yeah. But when you're doing stuff like that and you know our job, it's really difficult. You know, you're always working all those hours and stuff. Right. It's kind of hard to <clears throat> try to focus on, you know, check because you got to check everything, you know, who's who's not playing, this and that. You know, who's like injured, who's not injured. Right, like yeah. Washington, they just lost their rookie running back for the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Geese, or yeah. something like that, Geis. Yeah. So, and then San Diego has lost several players. Again, they're always injured early. It's weird. Yeah, and I will say this. Um, I won't say it anywhere else or, or anymore. Any other talk exclusive, everybody. Uh-huh. Kansas City will win the division. San Diego second. Oakland third, Denver last. Really? Yes. Huh. My best prediction last year was saying that the New York Giants were going to be one of the five worst teams in the NFL. How are they going to be this year? Not much better. I think they'll be a little better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess they will be better. ODB will be back. Mm -hmm. Their running back's a stud. Right. Their new uh, – Saquon. Right. Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh uh, Manning is still quarterback. So. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, whatever. Their yeah, line, their line kind of sucks though. That's their problem, right? Right. I'll have to see how well the 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 offensive line is. Yeah. So so you'll have to based on how well their line is based on how well Barkley performs. Right. If Barkley doesn't perform well, then you know that you uh, it could be him, but it could be the line also. Yeah. That's the big key. Are you excited for NFL? Oh, heck yeah. Is that your favorite time of year? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's I, great, isn't it? I have a story. Last year when they drafted 
Patrick Mahomes and mm-hmm. did all that, jumped up 17 spots. I was bowling in an eliminator tournament that night. And the first game I shot like 250. And the second game I had the first nine. I was getting ready to shoot a 300. I mean, oh, I was on it big time. And so I was kind of watching the, the, the draft a little bit. All of a sudden I see like chief selection and I was like, wait a minute, why are they talking about the Chiefs and all this? And then it showed up Patrick Mahomes and I jumped up. I was like, yeah. Really? Right, you really yeah. wanted him, huh? I was excited. Yeah, I wanted him. Because you wanted to get rid of Alex Smith. You wanted well, a quarterback? I want, or? Well, look, Chiefs are like a kid that always got um, – hand-me-down shoes it didn't matter how good the shoe was or anything somebody had worn it before right he did getting patrick mahomes meant you got a brand new pair of tennis shoes that nobody else wore right and it's the new jordan and i don't even right and i don't even talk about todd blackledge because i was upset even then when they drafted todd blackledge so we finally got a quarterback that was decent and not only is he decent, he's new. Uh, he's got a gun on him. He's, you know, like they said, uh, that pass in the preseason against Tennessee, only six quarterbacks could throw that. Wow. And, you know, and, and the fact that, you know, when, when Aaron Rodgers threw that one pass it, against Dallas. And oh, they yeah. Got caught the controversial run. one. Right. Right. Well, um, was it? Yeah, it was on the sideline. Yeah. And uh, the tight end caught it. Well, how many people could throw that? Mahomes could. Oh, yeah. He could throw that. But how many more could they? Tom Brady can't. Peyton Manning couldn't, yeah. even at that time, or Eli Manning or anybody else. So, yeah, we've got a guy that You're can, excited, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you love you some Chiefs. Right. So, going into the 10th frame, I threw a split. Shot two, shot two sixty three. Because you were so exciting, right? You, con- you were like, I'm done concentrating on. Uh-huh. We just got wow, you're right. so excited. So I was, so <laughs> I was first after two games. Yeah. The third game, I threw four splits, shoot a buck sixty, wow. dropped from first, but I still qualified at eighth, and that's all they were taking the top eight, and so I qualified eighth, and then I turned around, beat three opponents, and won first place, which was like four hundred dollars. Hey, how about so, that? Yeah. So, You're a semi-pro bowler. Somewhat. Yeah. You're making more than the uh, football players on. The- That's right. <laughs> I am. I am. So screw all the radio stuff. Why don't you go PBA? <laughs> or is it is it PBA? Yeah, it's PBA. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Not I, PBR. No, PBA. Yeah. And those guys are really good because you go down to uh, Springfield, the Ozark tournament, and those lanes are different. And pros will know how to throw those, and I don't. I don't adjust very well. In yeah. fact, I shot a 600 in one of my days, which which I was really impressed because I've yeah. never shot 600 in a in a series down there. So, yeah. So I I don't think I would be a pro, but you know, I'm a good house bowler. So that's fun, though. Oh yeah, it's fun to be a good. It's fun to be good with local people at whatever. To, yeah. Game or sport is. Exactly. What do you think's more of a pastime? Bowling? Like America's pastime, they say, is baseball. Mm-hmm. But think about it. Everybody's bold. Bowling's big. Everyone's bold. Everybody's right. bold. Right. But. It has fun. There's a the lot of people. Well, there's people that do bowl. And then there's a lot of people that love baseball that's pastime. 
but you would go watch a baseball game before you go watch a bowling tournament. No, but I mean, as far as but participating in it, I'd rather go bowling than watch a baseball game. At least right now. When the well, Royals right. Are this bad. But would you rather play baseball or bowl? Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Now the only difference you are. Now the difference is, you know? is baseball you play outside, bowling you play inside. Year round. Right. I can play when there's a foot and a half of snow outside. Right. Exactly. Mm. So. Bowling. Yeah. Everybody likes bowling. Yep. Can't go wrong that. Now, you know, I had a tryout with the Pittsburgh Pirates when I was 21 years old. The baseball team? The ba- Yeah, the Major League Baseball team. You tried team. out for them? I tried out with them. For what position? Ball boy or bat Out ball? Outfield. Outfield and pitching. Really? Mm-hmm. How fast could you pitch? Uh, I could throw outfield uh, speed at 85 miles an hour. Not bad. No. No, <sighs> and I was just under. Did you play – you were like really good in high school. How, like, how did you? How did no, that not really. Happen? How does that? Uh, try I happen? had a friend. I had a friend. Uh, my best friend. He was able to get uh, three of us to go uh, have the scout check us out. Really? Uh huh. His name was Gene Baker. He played for the Pittsburgh Pirates on the 1971 uh, Philly or Pirates team that won the championship with Roberto Clemente. Oh yeah. He played third base. And he and he was black, and so he was talking about stories where, like in Cincinnati, there would there would be guys over in the stands be yelling uh, racist slurs at him and stuff right. like that. And uh, he talked after he went over and talked to him. You know, they gave him a different perspective, in uh, in you know how to treat people and stuff like that. You know, he was a real good guy. So he was a scout. And this was 1987, so uh, yeah, really good. And then he was telling us one day that Barry Bonds would come out, so he was uh, doing his tryout and stuff like that. Barry Bonds was? Uh-huh. Wow. So he was going to run, and he came in. He was w- driving a Camaro. He had a hot girlfriend. He was and this wearing, was before the HGH. Uh-huh. This was, so was yeah, this was when he was skinny and yeah. couldn't throw out Sid Bream from right. outfield. <laughs> um, but he was wearing, like, uh, slipper-type shoes and uh, just put on some shoes and ran, like, a 6260 60-yard. That's pretty game. fast. Yeah, that's very fast. Wow. I was like, holy mackerel. And I was running. I ran seven flat. Now you're so. white. Yeah, <laughs> <'Cause> it happened. <laughs> well, actually, I tweaked my hamstring the, uh, two nights before training because oh, we were running, trying to get it going and yeah. stuff. Because I had a little bit of speed in me. I know, I know, I don't have it now, right. but I did then. Yeah, and so I ran it and you know got seven flat, which was just under uh, above speed. So. But still, I had a tryout. That's I was cool. told. How fun was that? It was fun. And I got to hear the stories. I mean, you don't hear stories like that yeah. unless, you know, you're talking with them in person and right. everything else. And it was just so cool. Um, but the fact of it is that he told me, you know, that I wasn't good enough. He said that if I was like 18 years old, he probably would sign me. But. Uh, you know, because then he, he could, could train, develop, you yeah. know, he could develop me. But he said because I was <clears throat> 21, it was harder for me to uh, train and, sure. you know, improve my speed on, well, not on running, but on uh, 
on throwing. Mm -hmm. So, and at that time, you didn't have all that super technology that you do now. Oh, yeah, it's insane these days. Right, exactly. So, but, heck, I got to be told that I sucked, not I wish. <laughs> by a professional. I, right, exactly. Not by some jag-off like no. me. Hey, you suck. Right, exactly. <laughs> what do you know? Exactly. So, but, you know, I can always say I did that. It never felt so good to be told you sucked before, huh? Right, exactly. <laughs> Only the, one of the few times. <laughs> wow, that's cool, man. Yeah, you've had some really cool experiences. You've met some cool people. Must be cool in your world to be able to have those cross-ins or you know, cross paths with people like that. It, you know, I'm very, very fortunate. Yeah. You know, I'm not like, well, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's really, it's, it, it's humbling. Because yeah. how how many people really have that opportunity to meet people like that? You I, know? I haven't. Yeah, I've met very few cool people like that. Right, right. I mean, you know, Amos Otis gave me his phone number. Wow. You know, he just told me, don't give it to nobody. I, <laughs> and I have not right. given it to nobody. But, um, you know, how, how does that happen? You know, right. sometimes I'm like, why me? You know, and yeah. stuff like that. But, you know, it's really cool. So It is cool. But I get people all the time. They're like, "I don't know how you do that." I was like, "I don't know either." You <laughs> tell me. You tell me, and we'll both know. <laughs> well, you're just putting yourself in that situation, and you put yourself out there. Yeah, and it's awesome. Like, it's cool to see that you're not afraid to be just put yourself out there and put yourself in those situations. Like, right? People want that, but they don't want to put themselves out there like you do. Right. And so you're you're earning it. Yeah. Doing that's earning it, and then you're getting some cool rewards out of the hard work that you're doing. Right. And the thing of it is, is that when I was younger, mm -hmm. I was very, very shy. I was timidly shy. Um, I stuttered, and I could not talk in front of people. Really? Now yeah. look at you. I know. You're on the radio all the time. Yeah. Doing your Facebook Live. Not a stuttering nope. word at all. Nope. Was that hard to overcome? Um, no, not really because I just, I think once I started opening up uh -huh. a little bit, it was, it was gaining confidence. You're right. Right. And yeah. I took a, when I was in college at Longview, mm -hmm. I uh, took speech class. Okay. So you had to go in and talk in front of people. And one of the things you had to do was, uh, you had to do a comedy act. You oh, know, really? A skit, yeah. I mean, just doing it. And this guy in front of me, who his name was Brian, too, was just phenomenal. And I'm thinking, oh, great. Now I got to follow oh, this. Oh, you got to follow the kid. I have to follow <laughs> it. So I did this uh, I did uh, the skit that uh, this guy did on um, – uh, Rodney Dangerfield's Night of Comedians. Oh, so it wasn't you could pick you could pick you could kind of plagiarize. You didn't have to come up with your own material. No, no, you didn't. Uh, oh, okay, well, that make it. But uh, they, it but nobody would have known it. I mean, it yeah. was an HBO special. Yeah. Um, it was from 1985, and this was 1990. So I don't know if anybody would have known it. So I was just yeah. There was no YouTube back there. No, back then. People, no, yeah, no. So. <laughs> But you could uh, get away with shit back then. Exactly. These days, you can't get away. This technology is going to catch you. Exactly. So the teacher <laughs> said amazing 96. So I got a 96% nice. for doing it. So it wasn't too bad. But it just told me that I could be able to, you know, talk in front of people. Right. And not be too nervous. And That's stuff cool. Like that. so, That's really cool. Yeah. So, um, and I try to use that. I try to use that as a, uh, 
you know, be able to do this because, um, like when I was younger, I was picked on. Um, and I, whenever I talk on my radio show, I always say, be awesome, not angry. Right. And so I would like to do that for school, you know, against kids who bullies. Right. Um, but it's at so the same, but at the same time, you have to understand what a bully is too, because a bully is usually somebody that gets bullied by somebody else. Right. So they take their frustrations out on somebody else. So you're not knowing what's going on. The kid that's getting bullied is just hating him, doesn't care what issues he has, and this and that. So right. Um, if you can go and tell people, um, you know that. You know, it's okay. You know, you can't don't not to hurt people, you know, try to worry about being awesome yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of trying to hurt other people, because that's the thing. I mean, people will line up around the corner to say a bad word about you. I don't care how great you Mother Teresa was (laughs) was a great person, but she had her haters. Exactly. And they and they they will do it. So as awesome as I am, I've got my haters, too. (laughs) Well, if you ain't getting hated on, you ain't doing nothing right. No, exactly. So you doing anything right? Mm-mm. No. If everybody is liking you, either you're fake or something's going on. I got to get me some haters. Bring it on, haters! I ain't scared. I know you don't. Everybody likes you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Especially the bosses at work. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like to talk about work outside of work. Yeah. It's just who cares? That's why I'm doing this is to get my mind off of work. Right. Oh. Work sucks. Well, man, I appreciate you coming over and doing the podcast, man. This was awesome. I appreciate I yeah. appreciate you inviting me out, and I'm glad that I finally made it out. This was awesome. I've really enjoyed it. Good. I'm glad. So if people want to watch you that are not your friends on Facebook, how what's the best way? Well, you can still go on my Facebook mm-hmm. um, and under Brian Lee Crest Sr., and then it will show up the awesome voice. Can I type in? Can I go to Facebook and do the search and just type in the awesome voice? Will you, will I don't you think up? you can. I think somebody tried to do the awesome voice and it didn't come up. Okay. So try try my name first, Brian Lee Crest Senior, and because if you just do Brian Crest, you get my son. Okay. So that's why I got all that, and hmm. um, and then it says the awesome voice and uh, everything like that. Right. And there's a. Uh, there's a picture of me and my brother and my son um, because my uh, brother passed away five years ago okay. um, on the 1st of August. So so basically just if people want to watch you, check you out, follow you on Facebook, Brian Lee Cress Sr. And yeah. uh, they can catch you on there at whenever you're doing your live. They can check right. out your past videos. Hopefully we're going to get you on YouTube soon. Yep. Do and it. I also have a public site on facebook under brian kress okay yeah b-r-i-a-n b-r-i-a-n-c-r-e-s-s brian kress guys follow him check him out give him some support uh and then we can just leave with uh what is uh how do you end your oh be awesome not angry they're telling a talk 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 talk